0: Warning, Geesebumps is a comedy podcast based on the works of R.L. Stein. Any similarity to an actual literature podcast is coincidental and unintentional.
1: It's not whether you win or lose. It's how you stay alive. Swimming, basketball, archery, King Jelly Jam Sports Camp has it all. Too bad Wendy isn't a total sports freak like her brother, Elliot. But how excited can you get over a game of softball? It's just a game, right? Wrong. Because Camp Jelly Jam is no ordinary sports camp, and Wendy's about to find out why. Why the counselors seem a little too happy, a little too obsessed with winning, and why the ground is always rumbling late at night. Him stinks so bad, he dies.
0: Welcome to Geesebumps, a Did You Mean Goosebumps podcast.
1: I'm Danielle, and I have a PhD. Listen up, team. Hey, listen up. You got spirit. Yes, you do. I'm Jojo, and I have a PhD, too.
2: My name is Jeff, and I don't know if you knew this, but I'm turning 37 years old this month. Good job. Yeah, thank you. Thank yeah, you. Thank everyone, keep your applause down. Thank you. But I'm turning 37, and my question is, now at 37, I feel like it's the perfect time to get some muscles for sports, Mm. mostly for sports. Mm. How do I go about doing that?
1: It's all about protein. It's all about how much protein you intake. So you got to get protein from every – you just got to jam-pack every hole you got with protein, obviously. Shove, Shove whole eggs down your throat. You gotta so so the, the they don't tell you this. There's a lot of protein in the shell. Oh, oh yeah, crunch that baby. <laughs> got to crunch that baby. You also need to get a protein-based lotion. Mm-hmm. Yep.
2: That goes on the skin, right?
1: Obviously, it goes on the skin. It has to be chock full of different kinds of plant protein. Mm-hmm. You know, chickpeas <laughs> and more and beans. And beans, gotta have beans. You gotta have beans in your lotion.
2: Should I just be rubbing hummus on my body at night?
1: That's not the worst idea I've heard. Well, I don't know, Jeff. Do you want to win a gold medal or not?
2: (laughs) I really do. At age 37, I've yet to win a gold medal in anything. Yet to win a gold medal. Have either of you won a gold medal in something?
1: Yes. Well,
0: not a medal, a ribbon. But I also won a big old karate trophy, so suck
2: on that. Karate You trophy. want a big karate trophy. Where is it? It's not here. My mom has it. What? Why don't we have it here? I, I don't. What? I put that in the window for everyone to see. That would stop burglars from coming.
1: Oh, yeah. We better not get in there. We don't want, we don't want to go into that house. That's got a karate champion. The, the, sh, the shut-in knows The shut-in knows Taekwondo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm staring. There's a guy standing in the window of the house next door. Mm-hmm. And he's facing the window. And you're just standing there.
2: Is he, is he? Are you making eye contact? Is he looking at you?
0: I can't tell. I think I might be in
2: danger. <laughs> Danielle, flash the karate trophy.
1: Okay, shit. Uh, yeah, show him. Show them that you're nothing to fuck with. Show them that you gotta. You tell them you're gonna be like, you come out and step closer, I'll give you a bicycle kick, and maybe my bird-like bones won't break. What if
2: you just take instead of taking pepper spray with you out in the town, you just take your <laughs> you giant just karate. Ta- you
1: just brought <laughs> karate. <laughs> yeah.
2: Just take your enormous karate trophy with you, and if somebody starts to step up,
0: beat them to death with it.
2: So this week on Geese Bumps, we read the horror. At Camp Jelly Jam, which was actually recommended by someone on Twitter whose handle I've let slip through the sands of time. So whoever you are out there, I hope you're happy that we read this book that none of us like that much. <laughs>
1: whoever you
0: are, whoever you are, we will find you. Hey now. On on the spectrum of goosebumps, this one is not the worst.
2: Is it not a let's get invisible, Danielle? Fuck you. <laughs> This one I had fun up until various points. At it
0: was, end. I enjoyed it up until like the, 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 the final resolution-y parts. Right. Where they tried to answer questions mm-hmm. that they had posed and they did so very, very unsuccessfully.
2: All of R.L. Stein's books appear to have been written in part during the writer strike of the early aughts.
3: You're, <laughs>
1: yes. All of uh, R.L. Stein's books seem to have been written under duress. <laughs> So to someone, so I I do not remember jack all about this book. So who's going to be doing the synopsis?
2: I'll I'll be doing the two minute synopsis because I wrote down a nice little flow chart uh, for this book. All right, somebody somebody time me on this bad boy,
1: and go.
2: This book stars brother and sister Wendy and Elliot. They are in a car ride with their mom and dad, who are fairly nondescript. Except they make a point to say that the mom is plump and looks nothing like mom, (laughs) looks looks nothing like Elliot, Wendy, or the dad. Which I'm not sure why you think your wife has to look like you. But they're riding, uh, they're driving to Wyoming. They just left Idaho, and they have a big trailer in the back. And the kids are bored, really bored in the car. So they ask if they can go in the trailer in the back while they're riding. Mom and dad say, "Sure, fuck you. You're annoying. Go to the trailer." They get in the trailer and apparently, randomly, the trailer comes unhitched from the car or the truck that they're driving in and just careens down the hill that they were driving up, however safely landing in some sort of brushy area of the forest. A man named Buddy opens the door to the trailer and says, hey, kids, what's up? And invites them down to stay while they wait for the mom and dad to find them at Camp Jelly Jam. It is a sports camp. It is adorned with flags. It is apparently miles wide and miles long, assumedly housing thousands of children in the wilderness, but has dorms, has kitchen, has Cokes, has cornflakes, has everything a kid could want. It is run by all of these counselors who are like kind of teenagers. They're all dressed in immaculate white clothing, and they all seem kind of Stepford wifey. They're like, you got to play sports. You got to get good at sports. And they all have a phrase they say, which is only the best, only the best. It is almost like a a cult type scenario. Uh, Elliot, her younger brother, is very competitive, and he goes and plays games. And we find out if you get six wins, you get six coins with a uh, coin for every victory and the coins are jelly jam coins. When you get six of those, you get to do the winner's walk that evening. Uh, kids start disappearing after the winner's walk and no one seems to fucking care. Mom and dad aren't coming that the camp is cut off. And then you find out that the winners actually get taken down to some sort of weird cave where a gigantic purple slug, ooze monster called Camp Jelly Jam who's still wearing a crown for some reason Um, has all these kids washing him he oozes snails through his sweat pores time (laughs) fuck (laughs) that's all that really matters yeah you got
0: you got pretty much there I
2: got to the Camp Jelly Jam I got to the big fucking sentient piece of shit that wears a crown
0: and I feel like we're probably gonna go in hard enough on that part that uh, what happens there will become clear
2: this book had so much potential it really did for creep and you know what it did?
0: What did it do, Jeff?
2: It oozed snails out of its pores instead. Snails. Not slugs.
0: They have little houses,
1: yeah. He makes little houses for them.
2: What's wrong with snails? Why are you anti snails I'm just saying, if I had to if I had to force a a sluggish type creature out of my pores. Just a slug would be fine. Or a worm. A snail's got like a hard ass shell on it. it. Does it have pores?
0: I think that this monster is getting a really bad rap because really he's a very generous monster who houses snails Mm -hmm. when they come out of him. He got They come out with a little house.
2: Yeah, (laughs) he does provide them housing. He provides them housing.
0: He's providing housing to all these children.
2: Who are also like snails. Who
0: are also slimy and gross. And I feel like he's really just a benevolent benefactor, and everyone's being a huge fucking dick about we it. We
2: never got to hear about his healthcare for all plan. This is very true, Danielle.
0: Yeah, he's got he's got uh, homes for all, <laughs> health for all.
2: Is King Jelly Jam a socialist?
1: Yes. And if so,
2: I'm down.
0: Him Jelly Jam is the ultimate.
1: He's, he farms the work in order to keep the engines of communism running. That's right. That's what he
2: does and you do that through sport. That's correct. You do that through sport working class. So this book has a, an interesting kind of like midsummer cult kind of stepford vibe and then it decides to shit the bed.
1: Midsummer, no shit. That's the pull you made. Oh man. Okay. Cool. I'm in it.
2: But yeah, this book this book had so many weird missteps. When it seemed like it was an easy slam dunk on so many different plot points. It could have been. And then. And slam dunk is a sports thing. So you should. It was a
1: sports thing. That is what Dr. Sports said.
0: If you want a sports metaphor, think of the event in gymnastics where they have to run down this little runway and vault themselves over this fucking vaulty block thing.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. And what happens instead, Danielle? Here's
0: what what happens RL Stein. He ran down that runway.
2: (laughs) I can picture it in my head.
0: He ran it good
2: (laughs) in his suit. And
1: then he he hit the thing.
0: Yeah, and then he tried to jump, but instead, he just fucking face palmed. He just barely, oh, one second too late into the block. Mm. And then his his body kind of shot out under it. He wears
2: glasses. No, he broke them.
0: Yeah, he got blinded.
2: He got um, blinded yeah. also.
0: Yeah the, yeah, the glasses in his eyes, you know.
1: What an absolute goof he did.
2: But, I mean, and, and I guess maybe after all of it, through the sports and through the ooze, I'm I'm left with questions as to what this book was trying to tell me, what this book was trying to impart to me, the reader. It
1: was absolutely one of the worst uh, things ever. But we can't keep harping on how bad it was. That's not our role. Our role is to discuss what was good about it. But before we can do that, we're going to need to know what this book is about. And there's only one person who I think is enough of a physical specimen to tell us about what this book is about. Fresh in from his whirlwind win at the summer X Games, Couch Olympic X Games. <laughs> please welcome. Robert Lewis Stein. You know that's not my name, Joe.
0: What is Mm.
2: your name this week?
1: Well, yeah, let's revisit this bit that we kind of let fall, by the way. We
2: kind of let fall to the side (laughs) the last few episodes.
0: (laughs) If you must continue to jabber, at least jabber with my correct name, Mm -hmm. which is Raspberry Loafmeat Stein.
2: Raspberry...
0: Loaf meat, it's hyphenated.
2: Loaf—it's a meatloaf, but reversed.
0: It's a loaf meat. It's <laughs> <That's> correct.
2: <laughs> <laughs> do you go by your first name or last name when you're on a, like a, a friend basis? Like first name, your first name or your middle name when you're on a friend basis?
0: I don't know if I should reveal that information, but I do respond to Raspy.
2: <laughs> raspy. Raspy. Raspystein. Okay.
1: Yes, well, raspy, we did we done read jelly jam. so what is this book about? yeah, what's the DNA of this book? So, I want to let you know that one of
0: my favorite authors is Octavia Butler, and she has posited in many of her novels that the true downfall of humanity is its proclivity and desire for hierarchy. I was looking for a metaphor for humanity's proclivity toward hierarchy at what is not devastatingly obvious, if not spot, in which we are the most overtly aggressive, competitive, dehumanizing, and hierarchically sorted into different Levels and stages and medals and you see what I'm saying? Do you see? Do you see? I wanted to make the point. That hierarchy presents the illusion of a meritocracy. You think that the people who win have won because they are better than other people. You think that the winners are entitled to better preferential treatment because they ran faster than someone else.
2: So you're saying that if I continue to get real good at basketball, that I'm nothing but a slave to this meritocracy that you're speaking of, where I'm not helping anyone.
0: Correct. You are not serving anyone any good purpose.
1: By being good at sports. By being good at sports. So ultimately what you're saying is sports are the bad, we're the bad guy. That's
0: correct.
2: Um, rasp, rasp, raspy, Mm -hmm. raspy Mm -hmm. sign. Mm -hmm. It's a good take. I appreciate that.
1: Thank you for making sure that we knew exactly what this book was about. The dangers of merit of, a, of an illusory meritocratic society.
2: Well put, Joe. Well, Arl Stein, that was great. We appreciate you coming to um, our show.
1: I bet you couldn't backflip out of here.
2: Yeah.
0: I would prefer if it is okay with you to ribbon
1: dance my way out. All right. Yeah. Ribbon dance. That sounds hot.
2: I'll open our front window. Thank you. And the floor is yours. What song would you like us to play during your ribbon dance routine out of this house?
0: It's Raining Men. (laughs) Gotcha. Hallelujah.
2: This fucking book, man. (laughs) This this fucking book.
0: All right. All right. Let's get into it. Let's get into Uh, it. I
2: don't even know where to start with this shit. Oh,
0: come on, you whiny babies.
2: So Joe Joe distinctly said he had not he he does not intend to contribute shit.
1: I have I am I am like like normally normally when we do our show I'm just like yeah fuck yeah this one I I literally said before like guys I plan on phoning (laughs) I plan I'm planning on it it's gonna be a part of it so
2: I've got a vision board and it's all of pictures of me on the phone for phoning it in on this episode. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> all different kinds of
2: all different kinds of phones too. pay. There's, phones. Nothing,
1: there's nothing interesting <laughs> in this whole book. There's nothing interesting. Have you done
0: summer camp?
2: So what we, what I wasn't able to get to <laughs> in, in the synopsis that we'd have to at least mention before getting into the rest of the book, because we keep bringing up King Jelly Jam.
0: <laughs> our hero,
2: our hero is that this camp is basically under a hypnotic spell, I guess, from a giant sentient purple slug man, if he's a man, he's a king. A sentient slug. A sentient slug, slug of sorts. They, they they describe the monster in this book as a giant chewed up piece of purple bubble gum. Yes. yes well, that's what he looks like, yeah. With a crown. With a crown. With a crown on. That's mm-hmm. a key. And yeah, uh, yeah. has hypnotized, at least as far as we know, the camp counselors. Yes to get the kids to continually do sport 24-7. Well, not 24-7, 18 hours a day.
0: Yes, they're very motivated.
2: Very motivated. And if if you continue to win, you get a little coin. When you get six, you get to do a, a fun little walkie. And the, really, win- the
1: winner's walk.
2: The winner's the walk. The
1: winner's walk.
2: And, and those winners the next day are gone because right. they are in this uh, subterranean layer washing this giant purple slug thing with mops and sponges and buckets because if he gets too dry
1: or or if
0: he
3: no, starts to smell one, himself it
1: has nothing to do with dryness right
2: well they're, they're just washing him because he smells so bad he stinks
1: yes. so bad
2: and if he smells himself too much he
1: stinks so he stinks so bad he stinks so <laughs> bad he dies himself <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the plot that's the plot
0: <laughs> that's the plot he stinks so bad he dies himself and yeah. they're trying to get the the best athletes because it's a very demanding phys-
2: apparently job. being a good bowler translates to washing a giant fucking slug monster
1: yeah it does it does yeah he wants the most physical specimens the most powerful physical and if they do a bad job he eats them apparently yeah
2: and but also I just have to say eleven and twelve year olds everyone's kind of the same specimen
0: yeah there's not really a like a like a like a no. Truly impressive athlete. That's
2: twelve. Yeah, there's not a true specimen out there that could uh, could, could usurp the king. But no. But yeah, yes. and then uh, Wendy, the the hero, uh, uses her 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 smarts, which maybe we'll we'll talk about the specifics of when we get to the end. But frees everybody, mm-hmm. and the the day is won. Yep. The end.
0: Yep. Did it.
2: They kill them. The the king is dead. Long live the king. <laughs> Daniel, do you have anything from from the beginning of this book specifically that you'd like to cite?
0: I do. The one part that I was going to bring up is RL Stein has a knack for good car trip like authentic dialogue. Because
1: Are you talking about RL Stein's Golden Ear?
0: I am talking about that Golden his, Ear. His
1: Golden Ear for dialogue.
0: This is just a little passage from. Do I have a page number? I don't.
2: Chapter. We're all reading different versions, so maybe just giving us the chapter yeah, and
0: approximate is, space in there. For me, it's one page into chapter one, and it starts with. So it's literally <laughs> the <laughs> it's first page. One. page.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think no, we all we'll have the same page, no, page one.
0: One, one? one page <laughs> past uh, chapter one.
1: Page two. So <laughs> page page two then.
0: <laughs> yes. It's gonna be. It's gotta be one or two. I mean, I don't. I.
2: I would like you, Danielle, moving forward in this, in this book, epi- in this episode, only, only describe the page you're pulling from a- in relation to where it is from the page one.
0: That'll be easy, because that's how they number it. <laughs> it's them.
1: 500 pages from page one. <laughs> I seem to have stumbled into a copy of Frank Herbert's Dune. Anyway. <laughs> okay.
2: Page two, chapter one. Yeah. Ish.
1: Yeah. And this
0: is a, a snippet. Mom turned in the front seat. She narrowed her eyes at my brother. Are you making fun of me? She demanded. Yes! Elliot replied. Of course not, I chimed in. Who would ever make fun of you, Mom? When do you ever stop? Mom complained. We're leaving Idaho, Dad announced. That's Wyoming up ahead. We'll be up in those mountains soon. Maybe we'll see mountain cows, I exclaimed sarcastically. Elliot laughed. Mom sighed. Go ahead. ruin our first family vacation in three years. Go
2: ahead. Who goes to Wyoming for vacation?
1: I remember one time I I was passing through Wyoming and I had to stay at a hotel that uh, had just a hole in the wall. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds right. It's called a window, Joe. No, it was not it, it was not a window because there was no glass in front of it. It was just this f- five-inch gap that was just in. Did you put your wiener in
0: it?
2: Did you put your wiener in it?
1: No, because it was rectangular. <laughs> <And>
2: my, <laughs> my wiener only goes in circles.
0: Oh, and only fits rectangular <laughs> wieners. Right,
1: right, pee pee only goes, yeah, that's right. Couldn't fit it. That's for robots. And also <laughs> um, outside of that hotel for eight hours straight there was just <laughs> motorcycles <laughs> making their big engine sounds all up and down the strip because they wanted you to know how loud they could be and they wanted me to know how loud they could be and it was just great
2: and they'd be happy to know look if any of those motorcyclists are out there listening to this episode know that you the memory of you has stuck with jojo for how many years joe Ten. Ten years. Uh,
0: you really got up in there. <laughs> they
2: got in your head.
1: Yeah, they did.
2: Yeah. Good job, so, motorcyclist. That's good what they job wanted. You gave them what they wanted, Joe, by announcing them on this podcast, you idiot. My
1: point my point is, <laughs> um, the people who go to, to Wyoming for vacation is not the problem here. The problem is mom is acting like a little kid <laughs> Yeah. in this
2: story. Why are you which, making fun of me?
1: Why are you making? Why are you making fun of fun of me? Why don't I just? I don't know. Ground you.
2: I think it's a stark. Uh, maybe maybe it stands out because it's a stark contrast to how parents have usually acted in these books towards the kids, which is um, near violence, screaming, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or losing their mind and almost wrecking the car. Maybe,
1: well, maybe maybe there um, maybe there's a little more subtext than we're giving it credit.
2: Okay. Okay. Maybe there's
1: uh, maybe, this comp- maybe this relationship between Ma and Pa is on the rocks. I think she's trying to justify how she's going to walk out on this fucking dead end family.
2: Are they going to Wyoming? Is she going to Wyoming to stay there? Does the family not know that she intends to not come back with them to Idaho? <laughs> she's going to run away
1: to the verdant, beautiful fields of Wyoming and get herself a cattle
0: yeah and uh can we point out the fact that she totally loosened that trailer so that it would
2: oh yeah. so right after this the trailer gets gets car- goes careening down the hill yep. we're thinking that yeah. mom did it possibly she <laughs>
0: totally did it she screwed it in weak because she was like, you know what? Either we're going to lose the trailer or we're going to lose the kids in the trailer.
2: Either way, I win. Yeah, either way, I'll be able to get out of this relationship based on the trauma that I'm feeling. They're going to be like, he's like, honey, you're distant now. Well, the kids died with the trailer careened down the, the hill. kids would. Win- down a hill in a trailer and- i can't stay in this relationship anymore
1: and you did say it was okay for them to be in the trailer
2: oh she was against the kids going in the trailer
1: she was against it which is the perfect cover for a kid murderer she was
0: quote unquote against
2: this book just got insidious well that was a that was a good section Daniel. that was an
1: excellent wonderful section
2: Hello and welcome to Breaking Down Bad Books, a podcast analysing trashy bestsellers from a literary perspective. Following my breakdown of Stephanie Meyer's Twilight, I will be digging deep into the raunchy Twilight fanfic turned erotic romance, Fifty Shades of Grey. Although I'm not sure romance is the best word to use. Join me every Monday and Friday for chapter by chapter analysis of the book that Salman Rushdie said made Twilight look like war and peace. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, or visit BreakingDownBadBooks.com for all the listen links and contact information. I have a feeling that it's going to get awkward, but let's get through this together. Happy reading! Joe, I know that you've already said that you have nothing to provide us in this episode, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I want to check. Yeah, uh,
1: well, there's, there's just there's one thing, it's almost like a can I talk about it.
2: A lot of this book, I think, is, most of it is uh, can we talk, talk about yeah, it? Most of
1: it. Yeah. There's one thing that I want to point out, and I don't know the section, <laughs> but you'll probably remember it. Okay. It was after the first night where the first night of adventure, where um, Wendy won no king coins, but she mm-hmm. went back to her um, dorm with all of her new friends.
2: Made friends real easy. Yeah, real made easy. friends real
1: easy. They loaned her clothes on their first day. Yeah. Um And. They wanted to have a party, and so the party was a bag of <laughs> tortilla chips <laughs> and two cans of diet coke that they passed the around. Shared. <laughs> I I don't have any like I remember being a younger and wanting to wanted to you know party down with the bros after a long day of sport, mm-hmm. but even I would not go so far as to be like. Let's share a Coke without a straw. Yeah, page 54. Um, this is after Deidre had, uh, had disappeared. Um, or they, they think Deidre had disappeared, but they were having their little party.
2: So, so Deidre got her six coins, th- which means she could do the winner's walk.
1: Yeah, the three of us joked, it's on page fifty-three. actually, the three of us joked and kidded around for about a half an hour waiting for Deirdre. We sat down on the floor. By the way, all we know about Deirdre is she won five coins. And yep. I think she loaned um, Wendy a swimsuit. And she has yeah.
2: streaky hair. She has streaky sat, blonde hair.
1: We sat down on the floor and opened one of the bags which were of tortilla chips. Without realizing it, we finished off the whole bag. Then we passed around one of the Kansas soda, which means
2: that they ate these chips dry. <laughs> I eat chips dry all the time. What's wrong with that? Actually, yeah, this whole, this is, you're reading what is effectively Danielle's dinner every night.
1: No, 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 no yeah yeah well and i and i know danielle a picture of fitness but still (laughs) i don't think this was normal where is she, Jed demanded glancing at her watch? It's nearly time for lights out. And then the next thing is maybe Deirdre forgot we were having a party, I suggested, crinkling the tortilla chip <laughs> back and tossing it in the trash.
2: Maybe basket. she realized what the party was gonna be and was just like, Fuck that. God, I don't
1: yeah, need to go with that. I missed. Definitely not my sport, basketball is, but the party was her idea, Ivy replied. She climbed to her feet, started pacing back and forth. Where can she be? Everyone is inside now. And then they almost decide to go find her. And, and then they're like, Fuck that. <laughs> didn't because they didn't want to break rules
0: i mean yeah i i this party to me sounds like a banger
2: this party actually sounds like a stoner party to be completely honest danielle how much weed do you do when you have a full day of sports
0: uh i don't stop
2: (laughs) the sports or the weed both okay
1: okay
0: wow that's
3: a pretty wild
2: (laughs) that's interesting let's explore that (laughs) Can, have, have there been any, what sport would benefit the most from being super high during it?
0: Golf. (laughs) Golf. Because you got to chill out. Because it's just boring as hell and you're just walking around just like derping.
2: Yeah, what is the, what is the chillest sport? Golf? I mean, bowling always seemed kind of chill to me.
1: Was bowling a sport at Camp Jelly Jam?
2: Yeah, they said they were bowling lane somewhere, which I have questions about.
1: Does that mean, now does that mean they have laser (laughs) tag?
2: Uh, laser tag is more of a sport than golf What's the sport
1: you would have picked okay what's I... the sport if okay let's let's explore this let's say that every extant sport exists at camp jelly jam because okay. by all accounts every sport that you've ever thought of and some you haven't what's the real sport that you would pick the sport that would get you the six coins or fucking whatever
2: 12 year old us right 12-year-old us, for sure.
0: If it's the difference between what sport would you pick because you knew you would have to play it for eight hours, seven days a week. No, no,
1: no. It's the sport that you would pick because you knew you would win at it and would only play it for one day because that's how long it would take you to collect those six coins.
2: Yeah, they seem to actually do like probably two sports a day, it seemed like.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, For me, it would have been sprinting and uh, soccer.
2: Those, those go hand in hand. Also. They do.
0: They are very complimentary.
2: Yeah. Soccer's a good one. Very exhausting.
0: Yeah, but I was a good goalie.
2: Mm. You wanted to be goalie? I want you on my team. I hate being goalie.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Because it gives you a chance to intimidate the other players. When they come running up, then you run at them and you make them <laughs> all scared.
2: It's good. Daniel's playing the aggressive goalie role.
1: I do. It's fun.
2: My favorite part of playing goalie is pulling a gun out and pointing it at the forwards. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've got to shoot a goal, are you?
0: Okay. <laughs> Fastest goalie in the West. That's what they call me.
1: Well, hey, you'll make the shot. You won't make the shot either way. I still got a gun on you. So <laughs> what, what, what
2: are we going to do? Yeah,
1: what's it going to be?
2: What's your move? Is that trophy worth it?
1: Mm-hmm. I don't think it is. Now, now, before you say yes, <laughs> yeah, let me just cock this gun. I'm just going to cock this gun for no particular reason. Now, is the trophy worth it?
3: Yeah.
2: I, like, I just imagine in my head that someone's running up with the ball to the goal. Daniel pulls out like a small side table, puts it in front of her, and then pulls out the gun and just sets it on the table and stares at them.
0: It takes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I take my position. I got the, the sniper <laughs> scope.
1: Turns out, turns out, I can't use my hands to stop you, but I can use them to pick up this gun. Interesting.
2: Hands can't stop you, but you know what can stop you? A bullet.
1: Yeah. And you know what? There's no rules against in soccer.
2: Guns. Guns. You know what? It is using the airbud guidelines. <laughs> that I would watch. Any. I don't watch sports. I would watch every sport. I don't care what it is. If
1: there was a chance that some of the players could <laughs> pull out a gun. <laughs> yeah. Two random players each. Oh God! Imagine hockey. It's hockey every- would be a bloodbath. Every 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 weekend you would turn on football just waiting for it to turn into die hard. <laughs> yep. Just waiting for that to pop the fuck off.
2: That was um yeah, that raises a lot of questions, Joe. It raises a lot of questions about one the malnutrition that runs rampant through this <laughs> through this camp.
1: Uh yeah.
0: A lot He's-
2: of malnutrition. Which actually Which brings me to some of my questions now. Okay. Because after reading this book this morning, I was going through it. I was pouring over it, pouring over my notes, you know, scribbling things down. And I have a lot of logistical questions. So at the beginning of this book, the kids, Kareen, the kids get to the camp by accident. Assumedly. Very, (laughs) assumedly by accident. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, Allegedly. They, they are in the trailer. They, uh, they careen off into a wooded area and they eventually stop. They're still alive. And I am still surprised that mom and dad couldn't turn around and manage to find where they landed just by... Or that
0: sk- they didn't notice. Skid marks or
2: anything. Yeah. So the kids are gone. They're like, where's mom and dad? They're assumingly still driving and they're just completely oblivious to the trailer being gone. And and Buddy, who is the head camp counselor, takes the kids to Camp Jelly Jam and, and describes what they look what they're looking at as they arrive and i'd like to read that to you uh for me it is page 16 as we made our way up to the grassy hill the red and white banner came into clearer view a funny purple cartoon character had been drawn beside the words on the banner he looked like a blob of great bubble gum he had a big smile on his face he wore a gold crown on his head who's that i asked buddy Buddy glanced up at the banner that's king jelly jam he replied he's a little mascot We're looking mascot for a sports camp, I declared, staring up at the purple blobby king, but he didn't reply. I'm going to jump ahead a little bit. Uh, So we near the top of the hill. I heard kids' voices shouting and laughing. I reached the top of the hill first and peered down through the trees to the camp. It seemed to stretch for miles. Mm -hmm. I could see two long, white, two-story buildings on either side. Between them, I saw several playing fields, a baseball diamond, a long row of tennis courts, and an enormous swimming pool. Those long, white buildings are the dorms, Buddy explained. That's the girls' dorm and that's the boys' dorm. You can stay in them while you're here. That pool looks awesome. It's huge. Olympic size. But he told them we're having diving competitions. There's a four-lap swim race. This camp is enormous. Like
0: Apparently. Theme it's park pretty size. big it's, for sure. It's huge, it's right? It's Horrorland size, if you will.
2: Yes. It is Horrorland size. Also, Arlstein only knows how to describe size by miles. Yes. Because he always describes everything as, it seemed to go for miles. A mile's a pretty long way. So the kids get there to the camp, right? There's other kids there. Mathematically, we can assume that there's there's hundreds there's hundreds of kids there.
1: There's thousands. Yeah, there's a lot of kids there for sure. There's a lot that, of kids there. Yeah. How
2: did these kids get there? The Wendy and Elliot got there by chance. And their situation made sense where they're just like, I guess we'll stay here for a mom and dad. But there's, like, thousands of kids here. Not everyone's trailer came off of the fucking car. It's so weird because the kids who get there, and I was working it out in my head, like, log- like logically. I was like, all right, it makes sense for Wendy and Elliot because they're like, fuck it, we're just here, we have to stay. Unless all these th- these other kids had to have been sent there to camp, like, purposefully. They can't all be lost kids, right? I'm
0: picturing a seminar called Do You Hate Your Kids? <laughs> And then at the end, they sign you up like they sign you up for timeshares. And they're like, yeah.
2: Kids shares. Get
1: them out of here. Shares. Send oh, them hello.
0: our way. Oh, hello.
1: Didn't see you there. I'm Danielle.
3: You may be
0: wondering
1: <laughs> what I'm doing here with this turbo hang glider. It's called not having children. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to turbo hang glide with me here in beautiful Jamaica? And then it seems out even further. And there's like a barbecue happening.
2: Get rid of your kids today. Visit Camp Jelly Jam. <laughs> But like working through it logically, I'm like, all right, even if the kids were sent there purposefully, just for the sake of argument, (laughs) for the sake of argument, (laughs) they're being sent there purposefully, right? The parents signed them up because there's so many kids there and we're in Wyoming. Mm -hmm. Some parents are going to realize that their kid is not coming home because they were either a, uh, eaten by some sort of monster, apparently, or B, they're going to come home and be like, Mom, they're like, how was camp, honey? And they're going to be like, Mom, I had to wash this big, stinky bubblegum guy. I wanted to come home real quickly. I sent you letters. They're just like, kids always say that. You hate being there, but as soon as you want to, as as soon as we try to take you away, you're not going to want to leave. It, it, there's so little explanation as to why oh, there yeah, are so no many children there. There <laughs> I don't are
0: get no it. explanations of implications. No, implications. Pretty great. Not explained. It's pretty great. It is pretty great. <laughs> pretty great. great. It's just like strap in and come for the ride, motherfucker. I'm not going to explain shit to you.
2: Yeah. And also who's funding this? Is it King Jelly Jam? Does he have coffers? He
0: must. Where does this gold crown come from? His coffers.
1: (laughs) He does. I'm glad you brought up the crown. He wears a literal crown. He wears an actual crown.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Not even not even figurative. An actual
1: crown.
2: It's not like a paper crown, like a Burger King one that they just put on him for fun. It's an actual crown.
0: It's
1: actual an actual crown, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That that they wear. That he wears. <laughs> Indeed. Doesn't he wear it well? To prove
2: he's king.
1: His to prove his his um, what's the word I'm thinking of? His here? God ordained his. His yeah, his God ordained like exactly like what what is what like? I am ordained by God <laughs> Himself. You're fucking right. You are. It is by divine right that these children scrub. <laughs> scrub me. God wants this. God wants me.
2: A lot. This is is this the end game for the crown?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's gotta be.
2: This, is this where the British monarchy is going? If
1: it's not, if it's not. <laughs> I'll be
0: it's pal- not, not authentic.
2: How did he get the crown?
1: I like to think <laughs> He killed his father. <laughs> yes. Precisely, <laughs> Emperor Jam, who Emperor Jam first of uh, first of his name, Emperor William Jam. He the fourth, the fourth. <laughs> oh, obviously he was. Uh, well, no, he's the, the first, first of his to name, ascend. William. William. It was King William the First. Okay, yes. and then now we have Emperor, and he had a son that he named Jelly
2: because <laughs> it seemed to fit at the time.
1: It, it did. It sure did. Because he was so goose stricken, really jiggly. He was stricken with what they called the goose. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I've got that too.
1: And what happened what ha- happened was <laughs> <laughs> He got done ah oh, wouldn't you know it he got done murdered. It was not it there were a few questions.
0: But it definitely wasn't the son. Couldn't, Couldn't have been the son.
1: Couldn't have been the
0: son.
2: He sun. would never want to take that burden. He said it out loud for many to hear at a time. I wish I would never be king. May my father reign a thousand years. The king, King Bill is dead. Long live the king. Boy, I stink. Whoa, are you smelling that? First rule ordained by your new king. Give me a bath, please. Scrub me. Bath, please.
0: Scrub the fuck out of me
2: right now. My
0: first
1: command is king. Bath time. Bath time.
2: (laughs) forever! King King Jelly Jam, you've invested all of our coffers and money for the kingdom into buckets and mops and sponges.
1: (laughs) Which is not nothing, but it's very confusing.
2: You have emptied the well for public consumption to bathe yourself because you stinky so bad as you wrote down on the scroll. I stinky. (laughs) Can he read and write? He is king.
1: He is king. He would have to he would have to because he has to sign like the land grants yeah, <laughs> to Dukes of to the Dukes of peanut butter and Nutella. I really can't. I really can't believe we read this fucking book. <laughs> it sucks so bad.
2: Well, so well, uh, my question is because I, I mean, I have a bunch of stuff, but like I feel like we're not doing sections if I'm just going to read off my things. I don't know if we have anything else um. in other parts to bring up like middle Before we get, really, we're just waiting to get to the end.
1: Yeah, Yeah. really, we're just, we're just biding our time. We need to have enough material recorded so Jeff can make an episode.
2: (laughs) I'll, I'll get us to the end. So, (laughs) so we've been dicking around.
1: We've been fucking around. (laughs) We've been having
0: fun together. It's not like us to have fun or to faff about, but something about this book just requires it
1: faff yeah. about that's so whimsical
2: so whimsical Been
0: watching too much of the crown i think it's chapter 25 chapter
2: 20. um well chapter okay yeah let's see because chapter 24 is when she almost chapter gets found out 25
1: um squinting into the bright light this is literally pat chapter 25 i saw dozens of kids with mops and buckets and water hoses at first <laughs> i thought they were cleaning off a giant purple balloon <laughs> bigger than any balloon in the thanksgiving day parade
2: <laughs> did it say macy's for you
1: yeah, it it does not Macy's. say Macy's. Mine me. says Macy's. Mine Macy's. does not say Macy's. Weird. But as the water sprayed over it and the mop soaked its sides, the balloon let a loud groan. And I realized I wasn't staring at a balloon. It was a creature. And the creature was alive. I was staring at a monster. I was staring at King Jelly Jam. Two enormous watery yellow eyes rolled around in its head. He smacked his fat purple lips and groaned again. Hunks of thick white goo dripped from his huge... Hairy nostrils.
2: So he's a goo monster with hair. Yeah, and and nostrils, so he has a nose? Yeah,
0: like, why would... Well, how else is he going to smell himself if he's going to... A
1: disgusting odor rolled off his body, even holding my nose. I couldn't keep out the sour stench. He smelled like dead fish, running garbage, sour milk, and burning rubber all at once.
0: Well, goddamn.
1: That was, uh oh wait this is my favorite his purple stomach heaved as if an ocean wave was breaking inside him and he let out a putrid burp that shook the walls so those are the earthquakes
2: yeah earthquakes keep happening like twice a day and it's just this big dude burping it's burping and yeah. he was
1: and then little round objects rained down on them click 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 the little round things scatter the floor snails <laughs> snails popping out the king jelly jam skin why I gag again, when I realized the hideous creature is sweating
2: what the fuck is that <laughs> What the fuck
1: is that? So Jeff, sweating is what you do when you're too hot oh. And snails is what you do when snails you sweat Snails is cold <laughs> That is Sweat's cold, snails is colder than yeah. snails. They're, they're Cold as
0: ice I was
2: trying to like work through it with Danielle earlier As to why Why out of any detail You could give this big monster It sweats snails It sweats living fucking snails. I thought
1: it was an alien. Yeah, me too. For sure. Like, who else? You know, is this a terrestrial being
0: or is this a It doesn't seem like it could be, but it turns out it's not.
2: In our Behind the Screams, Jojo, I'll tell yeah. you.
0: It gives the origin, yeah, and it is not alien.
2: It what? is not, I get to, we'll tell you this much it is not alien. Yeah. It is terrestrial in origin.
1: Yep. It is terrestrial in origin. It is yes. terrestrial. You're telling me that
2: God on high <laughs> created this thing. God willed this. Yes. Look, God, King Jelly Jam was created in the Lord's own image. So that is
1: that is why yep. he is a king. <laughs> uh, exactly.
0: Like no one else looks like him, no one else looks like God. I, I know I don't want to keep going back to it, but where
1: the fuck did he get his crown? <laughs> <laughs> so is he the Danielle? Is King Jelly Jam the bourgeoisie? <laughs> King
0: Jelly Jam is not even the bourgeoisie. Those are the those are the scrubbers. He ah yes. yes. Oh, because
2: they're the high. They think they're higher up on the cast. But
0: really, they they have no control, and they're just enslaved to mm. the higher up, the oligarch.
2: Oh, uh, take
1: that, middle
0: class.
2: Hey. Hey, hey, hey! The odor, the odor, a galak. What happened? Oh, oh, What's odor, happening? The what, odor galak. Have a
1: stroke? <laughs> what was, hey, Jeff. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? What's Danielle wrong, and Jeff? I are both curious. What'd you do?
2: <laughs> the odor ligarque. Because he smells.
1: Oh, okay. The odor ligarque. So get, So Danielle, it's because he stinks so bad, he die.
0: <laughs> oh, that I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> I was only just barely
1: saved. This is the big... This is the big... This is the big reveal. Battle. Well, there's also
2: a big battle.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Which, Which is not is. too
2: dissimilar from what's happening right now.
0: Extremely underwhelming.
2: They And the kids are all the winners, yeah. obviously. Exactly. Who are down there to wash away all of his stinky... Right.
1: The, they're helping him cover it up. They have to scrub the stink out of him.
2: Or he'll die.
1: Or he die.
2: Correct. It, they won't die. Nope.
1: He, die. he, he died. He died. They <laughs> they not like it, but he died. <laughs> he big die. <laughs> They're not happy. He dead. Him, so, let's let's <laughs> daddy, like are there more passages we need to get to?
2: There's I think there there are there's a couple of things at the end that I can like I want to bring up in response to the big finale.
1: Yeah, the finale.
2: The finale. If we finale? want if you can, if you can call it that.
1: So there's so so the, he's so he's so big. <laughs> Yep. And stinks so bad, right? Yep. That her plan to save the day oh my. is to get all the kids to not
2: wash him, <laughs> swash him, anymore. to do a strike, so, a worker strike, to do strike. a worker.
1: Fuck, you're right. They do <laughs> go on strike. Oh, shit. This is the most communist book there is. (laughs) (laughs) They're in a work camp for the whole of it. Yeah, they are. Um, I'm sorry.
2: King Jelly Jam Bezos is more like Uh it.
1: That's exactly. Comrade Jelly Jam. Is that anything? (laughs) Anyway. I like it. So her plan is they go on strike by all laying down because when they lay down, him too fat to grab them.
2: <laughs> Apparently because there's no lead into
1: it.
0: Him ham him hand can't grab.
1: There's no lead in She's just like, everyone her, her, Wendy's plan is the same day. Everyone lay down on the ground and then they all lay down. And then Jelly Jam like try grab them and can't. And then it's like a
2: quarter on the ground.
1: And then then then, then the, this is like five minutes apart. <laughs> him stink so bad. <laughs> him die police arrive (laughs) the police come police arrive and say listen it stinks so bad in town we got involved which means the police knew the camp was there already no 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 they didn't because him stink cleaned oh him stink was covered up when stink not clean police when stink clean
2: everything fine? Well, the police came because it started
1: stinking so bad. Yeah, and I'm but like, po- yeah, within the five minutes, she said, "Lie yeah. down,"
0: and then he died. And also, like a battalion, a battalion of police
2: who were like, "What is that smell?" But the police, I think they say, I'll have to say it that like we we just thought that things were fine because the mom and dad called the camp, yeah, looking for the kids, and they yeah, lied. Like, nope. Never seen him. They said these kids aren't here.
0: Never seen
1: him in my life.
2: So someone answered the phone. Yeah. Also, the phones, when you try and use the phone from Camp Jelly Jam, it's it's King Jelly Jam being like, Hey, hey, welcome to King Jelly Jam's camp. Have a good day. Hello. How do you like scrubbing?
1: My my name is King Jelly Jam. Gobble, gobble.
2: (laughs) What what does that voice sound like? Because apparently, I'm confused about his physiology. Because apparently he has hands
0: yeah he has hands. I sort of imagined them like emerging from his he, body. like he has hands. he has arms. he has
2: desires. <laughs> his dreams, he has needs. His needs are to not be stinky. he or he die <laughs> or he die <laughs> King jelly jam is the perfect example of self-preservation, yep so in the, in the, in the the cave where King jelly Jam, where he rests, rest in peace, uh, R.I.P. R.I.P. F in chat for King Jelly Jam. F <laughs> in chat for <Yeah>. King JJ. <laughs>
3: That's
2: right. Um, so I, I'm curious how big of a space this is because I did a little math. Uh, on And I'm just making some broad guesses, but based on what's given in the book, around eight kids every day are winners. So they get taken to King Jelly Jam, right? To wash him. To, to wash him. Stink. And he
1: eats... Let's say that
2: three kids a day, as they say, once.
1: Let's let you know what Jeff. Let's
2: yeah. So that's uh, that's five kids net on a daily basis down there scrubbing away. In
0: terms of gross profits, you got five.
2: <laughs> as, as terms of disgusting gross profits, you got five kids a day. And let's say that you know what I don't know what happens in the off season when it's not summertime. And <laughs> do the kids stay there or do they just stay all year round? But let's just look at the three months of summer for 90 days. That's uh, that's five times 90 days. That's 450 kids you're going me, through.
1: Well, let me let me take you one more again, Jeff, because there's a there's a step below this that you weren't, you didn't even pay attention. Oh to. shit, what is oh. it? Oh, because you're hubris. I, I think it's because you're afraid. If I'm being honest, I think you're afraid. That makes sense.
0: Like I'm af- just, I am afraid of success,
2: which is why I am just who just I am. That's
1: him. why we are where we are. So he has. He has with him a cult of people,
2: mm-hmm. right? Yeah.
1: Why aren't they washing him?
2: The You mean the counselors? Yeah. They're
1: the sheepdogs. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is it really makes no difference who washes him. It yeah.
0: does, because you got to wrangle them. You got to so, wrangle the washers. No, 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 no. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Why? Why? Because, because the, the counselors are so much bigger and stronger and able to withstand strikes from a bat. So why? <laughs> That's why
0: they're valuable. That's why they're more why valuable. Why is it they
1: don't wash him?
2: They would be better at washing him but because they, they can't be, feel pain or they, tiredness they or anything. They can't feel
0: pain. Okay, they guys. Let me sadness. explain some economics to you. Here's how this works.
1: Oh, Danielle. Fucking
0: the be counselors, serious. because you asked, Joe. The counselors are a high value but also high cost resource so because they're high cost you don't want to just sort of get rid of them say by threes every day the children however are a self-refilling
2: careening trailer type of
0: trailer of of resource (laughs) so they're more disposable so it's worth the trade-off To have like this useless little person die than uh, an actually like heavy King King Jelly
2: Jam sent those counselors to a six week course. Yeah, he did to become who they are, which at a cost for each counselor three hundred dollars. That's an investment.
0: Yeah, that's a big sunk cost, man.
2: (laughs) You don't want to just eat that.
0: No, you don't. Don't want to
2: literally. Okay, you can't eat it. You can eat it financially. You'll be in the red. It's not good. I think that maybe the children are supposed to be disposable. Yes. Because they can't, the kids aren't being, uh, assumedly not being taken care of down there with King Jelly Jam. They said they have to wash him all day and night. Yeah. So, assumedly they just die of exhaustion.
0: Yeah, or thirst or whichever
2: happens. Whichever happens or get eaten. Sure. So, you got to replace it with something easy peasy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you got to have another one lined up, white, right swift.
2: So, so they, so literally the kids are slaves to this big monster who can't grab them if they lay on the ground. Nope. And it takes the bravery of one girl to be like, everybody, lay
0: down,
2: hit the ground.
0: And that solves the whole thing. That solves the entire problem. The kids like uh, were stupid because of the the solution to their problem all along was just to lay the fuck down.
2: Yeah. Which is the opposite of doing sport.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which is maybe why it didn't occur to them. And maybe why. Jesus
2: Christ, is this game smart? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they did the opposite <laughs> that they've been told to do this whole time at sport camp, and they, oh, they they said, "You know what? I've been doing sport this whole time. I'm gonna not do sport." Oh my
3: God! If this wrong. game's
1: smart, <laughs> if this if this if this smart, Jeff, <laughs> I don't know that we can talk about it anymore. <laughs> if
3: this <you're> smart,
0: anyway, <laughs> he smell. You don't want to know how he dies, right? Him smell.
2: Him smell so him bad. Him stinks
1: so bad. He him died. St- him stink <laughs> so bad. <laughs> he died.
2: We've we've said that like eighty times so far on this yeah, episode. Him stink so bad
1: he died. We've been over this.
2: It didn't take very long for him die because him stinks so bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was
2: almost instantaneous.
3: Was, yeah. Which
1: race, uh, so that's I was like, okay, like, why the fuck did he even have time to put together a cult?
2: Yeah. How did he grow? Did he like? Did someone take like pity on him first, and then they were just like, I'm gonna put a little crown on you?
1: Yeah.
0: Look
2: at you. You know what? You have to have something to believe in. I, I mean, guess
0: everyone needs a hero. Everyone
2: needs a hero. And you know what? Maybe King Jelly Jam is that to all those kids. You know what? He did give them purpose and he got them out into the sun a lot, which is good.
1: Where he couldn't be because him stinks so <laughs> bad. And the last thing him need was sun. Yep. Him no need sun. Him stink.
2: So bad he did.
1: So are we, have we have we done
2: enough? I hope so. Do we want to go into some of the behind the screams?
1: Horror at Camp Jelly Jam is one of the many Goosebumps books that was re-released. is sort of like, like just repackaged with updated. Like they mentioned Facebook in it, you get a code for Fortnite skins in it. And I don't have this version, but Jeff and Danielle do. And one of the things they added, which I personally love, is the behind the scream section. So, could one of you please read the behind the screams for?
2: Do you do you want to know the origin? ...of King Jelly Jam.
1: I would love to know the origin of King Jelly Jam, and it, ba- it better be he was the long-lost prince of an ancient civilization. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this it is only. a Beauty in the Beast situation. He was waiting mm, for Belle to come beast. and break the spell. He was Beast. His
0: rose is wilting.
2: Yeah, his rose is wilting. His snail is wilting. No! And him stinks so bad stinks. he did.
1: <laughs> him stinks. Okay, good.
2: You're about to get your fucking mind blown by this origin, by the way. <laughs> oh,
1: shit. Okay, go on. Lay it on me.
2: Origins. A careless camper left a cup of gelatin deep in a cave hmm? that was contaminated with radiation and slimy <laughs> snails. King Jelly Jam was born of the out of these strange mix of ingredients, and children everywhere were given another reason not to litter. <laughs> he's literally litter. He's literally, literally just he's he's Jello. If the Ninja Turtles were Jello,
3: yeah. And where's
1: the, where's the, mm, <laughs> where's the, where's the, cra- mm, where's the, where's cra- the, where's the crown? From? Where's,
2: that's the question they leave out, which I'm assuming you have to read the entire other me- series to find out how that's sort of the, uh, that's, that's like when you get the prequels after the, the, the regular film and you're waiting for them to be like, well, I guess we should call you Superman. You're waiting for that moment. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You wanna know how he got that crown. It's gonna be the big reveal. You're gonna know you wanna know to know how he got the Millennium Falcon. So you're gonna watch solo. So you're gonna watch a trio of prequels. You're gonna watch this entire multi-universe fucking film series to find out how he got his stupid crown. Yeah,
1: how do you feel about
0: that?
2: And it's gonna be underwhelming. He's gonna have bought it himself.
1: So so we've established now what is um, his origin. What <laughs> he's, a, he's,
2: he's jello that became radiation.
1: What is some other information yeah. that you can...
2: His special aware? powers?
1: Oh, yeah, 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 Hyp- for sure. Hypnotism and exuding snails and a stink so bad him die. <laughs> <laughs> Correct.
2: <laughs> uh, as King Jelly Jam grew, so did his powers. Which I guess maybe that means he had powers. So he had stink so bad at various points, but not his, so his
1: nat- his natural His natural gelatin power...
2: All the powers of Jell-O. It
0: was like a deal with the devil. The more power he got, the more him stink.
2: I want children to love me. Okay, but you're going to stink so bad you dead.
0: I don't care. I love the children.
2: Uh, He was able to hypnotize camp counselors to do his dirty work. Soon he had dozens of counselors and children obeying his every order. Hmm, Okay. So he is hypnotizing powers, apparently.
1: So his hypnotism powers.
2: Yeah. Doesn't mention snails as a power, though.
1: No, no snow power. What about stink powers?
2: It doesn't say, I guess, um, I guess doing a harikiri on yourself is not considered a power.
0: No, it is a weakness. That is one of his weaknesses.
1: Okay, perfect. What else has he got?
2: His weaknesses, you mean? Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, King Jelly Gem is so enormous that he cannot leave his cave. Him stinks so bad, him dead. Him so big, him can't leave him house. His stench is so overpowering that he'll die from stench suffocation if he doesn't force others to keep him clean. He's the
1: body shaming monster.
2: (laughs) is. Do you want to know his hobbies and interests?
1: Oh, God. Sure. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: This kind of puts a different spin on him for me. I didn't read this part.
0: I like him more now.
2: His his hobbies and interests, personal hygiene Mm -hmm. and collecting bath soaps and scented candles. So he had some other accoutrements.
0: yeah, he had assistance from other sources.
2: He's got a subscription box to lush for sure. It comes once a month. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty big box. He, though. you know what he just wants to relax with some with some scent I candles. I
1: can't keep I can't keep doing this with this guy. I fucking <laughs> hate this guy so much. <laughs> I fucking can't with this guy. <laughs> it's so annoying. Put
2: the bath bar underneath the running water so it bubbles up the water.
1: It's <laughs> bubbles up the water. So okay.
2: <laughs> Put on some Kenny G. Lower the lights a little bit. I like to have a nice relaxing bath too. His speed skill is a three out of ten. Which seems... Seems more generous. than he should have. Yeah. High. Because he can't even leave the cave. But his strength <laughs> skill is a fucking eight out of ten. How? You can't pick up a kid. You can't do shit. All he can do is burp really hard. Yeah, his intelligence is a 7 out of 10.
0: I don't know about that.
2: Well, he did hypnotize all those kids. And you know what? The margins for that camp, super good.
0: It's true. He's an economic genius.
2: He's an economic genius, (laughs) yes. People like this book. Why? <laughs> I liked it until King Jelly Jam popped yeah. up. Even though on my on my cover of the book, the new one, they give it away. They show they show the King Jelly Jam with his little crown on the front. It, it, so it's like there's no there's no point. To yeah, it's like the they book. showed Thanos killing Tony Stark. Yeah, what the hell?
1: Spoilers!
2: <laughs> you son of a gun! I haven't watched them
1: movies yet. I don't know what happens to Mister Thanos.
2: I was actually wrong. Sorry, Thanos didn't kill Tony Stark. Tony Stark died from to- from using the stones. So
0: Him stank too much.
2: Yeah. Him, Tony, Stark, Tony Stark died because him stinks so bad he dead. <laughs> that was a twist ending to the Avengers films.
1: <laughs> Thank you to the band Dog Party for the use of our theme song, Bad Dream, off of the album Hit and Run. It's a wonderful song by a wonderful band and a wonderful album. You can check it out at dogpartylive.com, dogparty.bandcamp.com. The next full episode of our show is going to be out on March 29th. And on that episode, we are going to be reading... Goosebumps 6, Curse of the Mummy's Tomb. From
2: 1993, just like all of his books. Just like
1: all of his books. If you want to get in contact with us, you can do so on Twitter at geesebumps underscore pod, or you can email us at geesebumpspod at gmail.com. Geesebumps is just one piece of a ton of mom hat comedy content. You can check out our uh, YouTube Let's Play show called Jojo Has Fun, J-O-E-J-O-E-H-A-S-F-U-N, where we play games with no context. You can also check out... Our Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast uh, called The Roles We Made. Um, Danielle, I believe you have something to say about uh, leaving a review.
0: I do. I am so done with having to beg motherfuckers for simple things. We live in an advanced society, do we not? Advanced. So advanced, one might say that one could go onto an internet where there be pages and information. Also, Apple Podcasts. And there, it might surprise you to know they have a thing where you can review stuff. And if you do, it really helps the podcast you're reviewing. So maybe stop being a dick. And do it, or I'll kill you. That's it. It's
1: really good, Daniel. It's really effective marketing. Thanks. Uh, Jeff, is there anything you need to remember to say?
2: I leave that to you guys. I don't have shit to say.
1: Cool. Well, thank you for joining us on this episode. Danielle, if you would please provide us with that final passage.
0: Oh, happily. Okay, so Billy shows up and gives fucking, what's his name? Elliot. Hey, buddy. Buddy. Billy buddy, Billy buddy shows up and gives Elliot a a coin, another coin at their house. After this is all over, he comes to the house and he's like, here, have a coin. And then he takes off. And that is what has just happened. Are you sure? Are you sure you should have taken that? I asked Elliot. Why not? He replied. The purple monster is dead, right? What could happen? Five minutes later, we both smelled the horrible odor at the same time. Yuck, Elliot groaned. He swallowed hard. "Wendy, what's that smell?" he stammered. I, "I don't know," I replied in a shaky voice. I heard Mom laugh behind us. We turned to see her standing in the doorway to the kitchen. "What's wrong?" she asked. "I have a pot of Brussels sprouts boiling on the stove."
1: My name is JoJo. I have a PhD.
0: My name is Danielle. I have a PhD.
2: My name is Jeff, and I stink so bad I did.
1: Aww. This has been Geesebumps, a Did You Mean Goosebumps podcast. And until next time, stay out of the basement. Just like
0: somebody I used to know.